This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. It's time for Right Spot with Dunedin UNESCO's City of Literature. And it's my great pleasure to welcome to the awesome morning show studio Nikki Page, director. Uh, of Dunedin UNESCO City of Literature. Lovely to have you back in the studio again, Nikki. We've um, been talking with some wonderful guests over the last weeks and months that you lined up for us, but we don't speak with you often enough, so it's wonderful to have you back in here. Morena, Jeff, thank you very much. It's so nice to be in the studio and to see your lovely face and not be on the phone. And also, I know the guests have been so, so superb and they've really enjoyed meeting you and being on the show. And so it's just me today, I'm afraid. <laughs> not at all. I mean, you've got lots to talk about, uh, projects local and international. I have. Well, I thought it would be really fun to just provide a little taster of some of the things that we're doing uh, for you and the listeners to hear. And there's always so many things on the go at any one time so the website's a great way to stay up to date or even just get in touch with us and have a a chat but I've just picked a little smattering of of fun things today and first of all I wanted to do a shout out to you guys and wonderful ORFM for the fantastic podcasting during the New Zealand Young Writers Festival recently. It was such a uh, a fantastic legacy to be able to collaborate with you as the City of Literature and have some podcasts of Gareth and Nathan's incredible festival and in particular we had at our Cities of Literature event um, where Zinnia Hansen from Seattle appeared on screen along with Shima and some other wonderful young writers talking about the climate crisis and their poetry. So that was a really uh, dynamic and funny and heartfelt and moving event and so good to have Seattle there. So there it is, podcast by ORFM and available to listen if people couldn't make it or want to hear it again. It's an amazing session along with many others. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah thanks Nikki. I mean it is a great pleasure for ORFM to be involved in, well not just this festival, but many others over the last few mm. years. That kind of recognition that um, actually there's a lot can be shared out of those experiences. They don't have to be ephemeral and just sort of float off into the air. That uh, they can have some ongoing worth and uh, you know from an entertainment perspective, from an education perspective, um, so uh, do hop on to the website oar.org.nz and check out uh, what's there from New Zealand Young Writers Festival. Um, actually, while we're talking about podcasts, I might just uh, also mention the University of Otago's writer competition. They recently, of course, announced the winners for their annual writing competition. This year, for the first time, opening it up to uh, alumni as well as staff and students. Uh, they were given um, the opportunity to submit their creative writing in uh, short form in terms of poem and also slightly longer form in prose and on the theme of Brave New World. So all six winners in those categories uh, came in or connected with us via Zoom to record uh, their their own readings of their own winning works. So Writer 2022 is also available from the website to take a a listen to now, uh, oar.org.nz, take a look. That's a great point, Jeff, because I have had a listen. What fantastic winners they were. Incredible. It's such a, a, an excellent and exciting competition. So thank you. That's a, gra- a great one to listen to as well. And um, on the subject of, of connecting and, and, and wide-ranging connections, we've got a project going with international um, the International Cities Manchester is running International Mother Language Day so Manchester City of Literature is a great partner for us and we've collaborated on a number of things and they're a really interesting city with great community focus uh, and interest in um, libraries and all their different uh, communities that have come to live in Manchester they're really fun to work with and so they really like to fly the flag for UNESCO's International Mother Language Day so that's in February and what they've decided to do is a chain poem so um, as you can imagine and listeners will imagine every 
everybody will get to write their few little lines and then it will be sent around and will gradually grow into this long completed poem and to be launched in February 2021 and so 2023 so this poem is going to be um, written primarily in indigenous languages so each writer uh, from each city will know when they're going to receive their task and uh, and be able to uh, plan and maybe have a good night's sleep or whatever and then they won't know exactly what they're following on from until the time right. and they will be able to come up with I know something very beautiful and certainly in the case of Autoporti we always shine because our writers are so amazing and then that will be uh, written entirely in the different mother languages and then translated by the same writers into English. So there'll be the two completed poems and they are going to be exhibited in Manchester in a dramatic physical form, which of course we'll share photographs of, but also will be sent around um, social media and on the website for everyone to see these two poems written collectively by all the cities of literature. So, what a brilliant project. Yeah, it's so exciting to be um, to be accepted into that project. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We look forward to the uh, to the results of all of that. And it's nice too that it has that air of uh, mystery about it, so no one, yes. including Manchester, has any idea what's going to happen, so that'll be really fun. Um, another one that we've done recently, which is completed, was one with our local writer Claire Lacey. So uh, we put Claire forward for the uh, project run by Butchin in South Korea, and they wanted to make a Creepy Tales anthology. So they've created a hard copy volume of Creepy Tales from around the cities of literature, and we've got uh, Claire's amazing poem in there which is called Hippocampus Seahorse. It's a, um, a poem that listeners will be able to find if they're interested. It's a really, really good poem. So uh, Claire's poem is in this Korean anthology of creepy tales but it's all in Korean so she has her work now translated into Korean and the book is doing really well um, in Butchin and is being really appreciated and, uh, and sold and, and gifted in Korea and so uh, Claire's work is in that and she's the proud owner of our copy of her work in Korean now. Fantastic mm. connections being made. It is fun isn't it seeing what the city's come up with and as you know we led our climate change anthology project um, from Autoporti with the young writers and that has been widely shared and still um, every week there'll be someone commenting or a piece written about it somewhere around the world so it is a really wonderful way to showcase the writers and important issues and then similarly other cities have these fantastic projects they approach us with and uh, and invite us to be part of and really fantastic way to showcase the writers and what we do here and, and what we believe in and how great it is in Autoporti and our writing community so it is really fun, I agree Jeff. and then on the local scene we've got um, some lovely things going on too uh, Jenny Powell is being our South D Poet Laura Keat for the City of Literature again this year so she's out in South, South D and some other primary schools doing workshops, hands-on workshops with a little five-year-old new entrance. So they're writing a poem in response to Jenny's Teddy, who is uh, sort of well-worn on one side and not as young as he used to be, and he goes around with her to the classes and the children comment to Jenny about why they think his fur is a bit, a bit worn out on some sides. They have interesting interesting ideas about why that might be. And then they also write a poem in response to Teddy, and each group each class collectively has written such a different poem. They're so varied and they, the take they have is so interesting and fresh and 
all the poems are so different. It's remarkable, really. And Jenny helps them craft their poem, but they write it themselves as a group. So we're making a little publication of the poems, and the each child will get to take this little publication home containing all the poems and take it home to their whānau and show their work and also read it um, together. And the book is, little booklet is interspersed with pictures of Teddy all over the place and all sorts of uh, cool poses around Autoporti. So that's something that if anyone's interested to see that little book, we don't sell our things, but anyone who's keen, just get in touch and you're welcome to have a copy if you think that your mokopuna would be interested to read the little poems. Great to be planting those seeds early. And it's interesting that you should mention that because later on in the program we're going to be talking with Alan Silvestro around the Read, Share, Grow program uh, aimed at young, uh, younger readers as well. So uh, lots going on to encourage an interest in reading and writing in the city. That's right. Oh, you're speaking to Alan. That's fantastic. And so, yes, the, uh, the, all that research shows that if children enjoy um, reading and writing or spoken word when they're young, they just have uh, better life outcomes, health, all sort of range of life outcomes. And so mm. really the, the idea that they, that they could enjoy uh, words in whatever form when they're, when they're young, then uh, if we can help them enjoy a, a better life and have a sense of well-being then it's great to be able to be part of a little part of that and Alan and his team do such fantastic work in the Read, Share, Grow program and uh, it's very uh, astute of you to mention that because that project in South Tunisia that we do is part of that Read, Share, Grow umbrella right. so we're going to give Alan uh, a number of those books for his own contacts and, and little children too so it is lovely to connect with his work and with um, the National Library and uh, finally, um, Patty Richardson has a launch tonight, so I wanted to mention to readers, I mean to listeners and readers of her work if they'd like to come along. It's a free launch at University Bookshop. It starts at 5.30 at the Old New Bookshop, and it's um, Patty will be there signing books. Her books are so good, and I haven't read this latest one yet. It's just out. It's a sequel to Through the Lonesome Dark, which I read and could not put down and gave me sleepless nights and tired days until I finished it. And this one is called By the Green of Spring, and it um, similarly has a connection with World War I and, um, and life around that and has a love story woven in. But interestingly is very focused on Soames Island and the German um, uh, population here that were removed abruptly and taken to Soames Island at that time. So really interesting connections with uh, our, our, with Aotearoa but also just with um, a period of history that's so interesting to write about and her writing style is just so captivating and so hard to put down as I said they're real page turners so I really recommend Paddy's um, work but even just if you want to see her and that's a free event at 5.30 at UBS she'll be there to sign So much going on I do enjoy Rotspot every fortnight here on ORFM's Awesome Morning Show we find out about some great projects and some wonderful creative people uh, young and not so young uh, involved in our region and indeed across the world with these amazing projects Thanks so much for joining us Nikki we look forward to catching up with the Rotspot in a couple of weeks time Keep an eye out too there's some words appearing on George Street it just occurred to me that uh, uh, we've got some iconic and fantastic local writers represented in the stones so as you're walking walking around in in the streets unveiled uh, I won't say any more just watch oh, out for some beautiful words it's changing every day and I yeah. walk past it every day going well, you know what's oh okay okay <laughs> you'll have um, seen Hone Tufare's beautiful work yes. in, in honour of his 100th anniversary of his birth but there's all sorts of um, other uh, writers are going to appear in the stones as well so keep your eyes open right. yeah. thanks Nikki go <laughs> thank well. you for having me this podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air